Welcome to The Common Good Show with Juanita Farrow, a show where we inform, inspire, and empower you, our listeners, businesses, and communities for the common good of humanity. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Again, you're listening to The Common Good Show, and I am your host, Juanita Farrow. I'm really excited about our show today. We're talking to an author, a book entitled A Missing Rose, From Me to You, My Life, My Poems. I'm really excited about this. Um, The author's name is Ozzy Anderson. And I'll tell you a little bit about him. Ozzy Anderson is a poetic sailor. And yes, that's right. He's in the U.S. Navy. Yet, he's wise with words that touches one's heart by speaking freely to the souls within his poems. Never had a better way of expressing himself besides watching his emotions bleed through ink while voicing his story. So he's an author, a poet, an inspirational speaker that has a passion to inspire others to be successful and follow their dreams. That is so inspiring. So help me welcome to the show, Mr. Ozzy Anderson. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And Ozzy, I'm so excited to have you on the show as an author. I have a a lot of authors on the show, but your your work, your writing seems so personal and so inspiring. I can't wait to hear more about that. I'm really excited. And by the way, thank you for your service in the U.S. Navy serving our country. No, thank you, ma'am. It's an honor. Great, great. Well, I am going to just jump right in here. I titled the show today as A Missing Rose from Me to You, My Life, My Poems. So now tell, tell me, Ozzy, where did it all begin um, for you when you started writing? Can you talk about the beginning of your writing? When did it start? How did it start? Okay. Um, well, actually, the beginning of it started when I was in boot camp, actually. Uh, four weeks into boot camp, uh, I lost my mother to breast cancer. And at that given time, uh, I kind of shut down. That's when I was in my grieving phase. I didn't know who to talk to or basically how mm-hmm. to vent. So I picked up a notebook, I picked up a pen, and I just started writing the way that I was feeling at that given moment. And that was my, that was more portion of like my therapy of to actually vent. That's my escape route and an outlet for me to just express those feelings through writing. And that's where it all began to that. Wow, and and I'm so sorry to hear about the passing of your mother, and I can imagine as a young man how devastating that must have been for you, and so you found some relief through your your writing. Had you written prior to that? Had you written any? Did you know you had a gift in writing before that? All right, uh, I didn't know I actually had a gift for writing, but I know that when I was mm-hmm. in seventh, eighth grade, I wrote my first poem. My first poem was called Sweet Dream. And with that idea, wow. I always thought about just like walking on a sandy beach, watching the ocean, the water, 
uh, listening to the birds as they fly by. It was just an idea, and all I was just writing about was just sweet dreams. And wow. after I did that, I started speaking. I started doing poems in church because I grew up in the church as well. I started reciting poems in church, and after that, I started getting into music. I started loving music, and that's where it all started as well. Is me writing music. I started trying to write music for myself as a you know another outlet. And then when my mom passed, that's when it went from writing music to just writing poetry. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. So I can see how it, it, it sort of evolved with you. And, you know, I always believe that we're all born with a gift. And sometimes we don't even know what it is. It's, it's hidden inside of us, but I believe we all have a gift. And then right. many times it takes, uh, trials and tribulations and sometimes, you know, the way life, um, the challenges in life to bring that gift out of us. So it's really interesting how you started discovering this um, gift that you have. Um, so I wanted to ask you too, I want to know a little bit about this book. You call it A Missing Rose. And tell me about the book and, you know, why the name? and all of that. Okay. Um, like I said, I started writing and, uh, when I was in boot camp. Uh, I had a good friend of mine when I was, I was out to sea one day, and we was just coasting uh, to sea, and he came up to me. He was like, man, you know, I read some of your poems, and have you thought about actually writing a book? And I kept saying to myself, no, I'm not going to write a book. I'm not going to write a book. I'm just you know, expressing myself. And he like, mm-hmm. man, I'm telling you, please, like, you should go ahead and just write a book. And when I thought about it, I was like, you know, he's right. Maybe I should just write a book and see where it goes. And I mm. sat on this for like at least five, six years. I didn't. I started in 2005. I didn't even get a book published until 2014 because I kept procrastinating about it. I was like, I was actually fearful for actually just publishing because like I didn't want the, the public to know uh, how I was feeling. I was very shy of my feelings at any given time. And I talked to a good, actually my cousin. Um, Mr. Paul Brown, he's from Baltimore, South Carolina. He's another poet, a pastor at that. He he mm-hmm. was one of the ones that actually inspired me, along with my aunt. She's an author, Miss Pauline M. Brown from Baltimore, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. She reached out mm-hmm. to me, and she was like, why haven't you published your book yet? Because I got mm-hmm. up to my mom's funeral, and I read the very first poem in the book. I read, uh, I recited at my mom's funeral. And when I did that, a lot of people couldn't believe I actually written the poem. So when that happened, I kept thinking, like, okay, what should I name the book? What should I name the book? And my cousin, he he wrote a poem called The Missing Rose, and that's where it all came from. And when he wrote the poem called The Missing Rose, I asked my cousin, I was like, hey, it's okay if I use that for a title for my book? And oh, he was like, okay. Right. He was like, okay, I'm okay with that. So when I looked at it, I didn't just think of it as a missing rose. I look at it as my missing rose. So that's where wow. the title actually came from. Wow, that's that's amazing. And so, so how long did you say it took you to write this book? Total. I well, mean, because I know you put it down a couple of times. You didn't write, and then maybe you went back and you started to write some more. So, how how long was it? Right. So this was like I want to say this is 2005. I published it in 2014. And okay, that, when I started writing, it was 2005, but it took me at least, I want to say, like a good year or two to actually put it together and actually do mm-hmm. my research and say, mm-hmm. hey, let me go ahead and start getting it published. 
And every year sure. I kept procrastinating, like getting it published. Yeah. Until 2014, I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. If there's any one of my goals that I want to achieve, and that's to publish this book. And that's what I did. Wow. So now the book is, is poems. There are different poems um, mm-hmm. talking about different emotions. Right. So can you can you talk a little bit about that? You know, obviously each poem probably means something very special to you. Right. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I can elaborate on that. Um, with the inside the book, um, most of the poems came from grief, talking about love, talking about marriage. It's talking about brotherhood. Um, I got another poem in there called Until the End of Time. It's talking about, like, you know, when our time is coming, make sure that we're actually okay with, you know, being at peace and everyone is happy. Mm-hmm. It's talking about a little mm-hmm. bit of sadness. Um, it's talking mm-hmm. about uh, the stage of denial when grieving. And there's a poem I wrote called Can't Let Go. Uh, another mm-hmm. poem I wrote is called I Wish. And it's crazy because when I wrote this poem called I Wish, I was actually listening to, well, don't laugh when I say this, but I was actually listening to Ray J. Ray J's song, I Wish. Oh, wow. I was listening to the song. Yeah, I was driving one day and I was just listening to the song. And he kept saying, if I had one wish. And I thought to myself, man, if I had one wish, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to write about it if I had one wish. And that's when I wrote about what I wish. If I had one wish, that can come true. So with me writing, a lot of my poems came from music because music is my therapy. And when I listen to music, that kind of it, it, it helped enlighten me to be able to express myself in a way that by me just talking about it, it's like it's so powerful. And a lot of my friends always asking, man, how you how you write so deep? Like where do thoughts be coming from? And that's something I used to always do when I was young. I used to sit in the room, yeah. lights out, and I just. Yeah. My mind just takes off. I just get tunnel vision, and that's where all my thinking comes from. That is, that is so amazing. It's almost like the words are just being channeled through you. They're just right inside of you, and they just come out onto the paper. <laughs> I mean, right. really. I mean, what what a gift that is. I mean, that you can right. just freely write like that, and you know, it's it's you know, it's really hard for people to write in general. I mean, it, that's why. Not very many people write books because, I mean, you know, when you look at the amount of popula- the population that we have, because mm-hmm. it's difficult to write a book. People, people talk all the time about, I think I'm going to write a book. I need to write a book. I'm going to write a book about my life. And they rarely ever do. And the ones that are able to actually complete that process, because it's not easy, the ones who actually right. complete that process and actually do it, I mean, you know, hats off to them because, and I know as an author myself, it's not an easy job to, to do that and to have the gift to be able to do that and complete that process is truly, that's another gift because <laughs> right. that's exceptional. So you really, you, you really are, I mean, and your writing must be a blessing to so many people because it's really feelings. It's your raw emotions sometimes yeah. actually coming through onto those pages. So um, I, can, I can definitely see how that would be healing also. 
This this is really really exciting, Ozzy. I I look forward to asking you more questions there and talking more about your journey in writing. We're going to take a short break now, and then we will be right back. You've been listening to the Carmen Good Show with host Juanita Farrow, and I've been talking to Ozzy Anderson about his new release, his book called "In Missing Rose: From Me to You, My Life." my poem. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Common Good Show with your host, Juanita Farrow, and I'm talking to Ozzy Anderson. And the title of his book is A Missing Rose, From Me to You, My Life, My Poem. And he has an incredible journey here, and and he's talked about how he pours his feelings and his emotions into writing, and you know, and that inspires him. So I, I want to bring him back on, Ozzy. I want to to ask you um, about some new projects you have. So I know you do a lot of poetry and poems. You write also music as well. You said you have some new projects going on. What kind of projects are you looking at now? Oh, okay, ma'am. Uh, my next my next project that I actually completed is called Open Chapter. Uh, with this one here, I kind of switch it up a little bit because Mr. Juanita, to tell you no lie, my mind is in a thousand places when it comes to writing. So when I wrote this one, uh, Open Chapter, what I did was I said, okay, now I'm at a stage of accomplishing my growing pains. So this time it's like I didn't want to write too much about grieving. I want to write about how I express tears of joy. And with this one here, mm. Open Chapter, yes, man, the title came about with Open Chapter was I was just thinking to myself, and I was like, you know, I never got a chance to say goodbye to my mom because I was in boot camp, or I never got a chance to ask certain questions. So in my life, that's like partial of my Open Chapter is not saying goodbye to my mm. mom, but just like, no, I'm okay. Uh, I opened this book up with a letter to heaven. It's basically me writing to her where I'm at now in life and how I'm going about being successful. Um, another portion of Open Chapter, uh, I came up with the idea of just speaking positive, motivational quotes. So it's like it's, a, it's poems, then there's quotes in between each poem. And each, you know, each quote is a motivational quote. Not only this is to help me, but it's to help others out there that have thought about pursuing their dreams and never came to a conclusion of actually completing it. So if you're out there and you're procrastinating a whole lot of, okay, let me do this, let me do that, this mm-hmm. is one book you want to get when they actually draw open chapter. And I promise you, this book will literally get you through whatever it is that you're going through that or step over that obstacle and pursue your dreams because anything mm-hmm. in the world is possible. Ooh, that's powerful. Oh, that's powerful. <laughs> open chapter it's called. That's That's the next project. Right. That's the next project. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I, I think now. So, tears of joy. You write about mm-hmm. tears of joy, or is that right. the title of the book? Or you write about it? Oh no, no. Uh, I write about tears of joy. It's just basically just happiness. Like right now, I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying because I'm happy. You're safe. You're at peace. And I know right. uh, it's basically it's an acceptance of continue to move on. Right. Well, I, I think you I think you said it well when you talked about 
sort of now, where you are now in your life. And I think that really speaks to your growth. Um, certainly right. you, you've gone through with, with, with the loss of your mother. I mean, I, I can't even imagine at a young age and how devastating that is. And as you've gone through your journey, you've learned um, how to cope with things. You've gone through the grief process. But where you are now in your life, um, I think the writing now speaks to where you are now, a tremendous amount of growth. Um, that you've had in the process, and and so the tears of joy that you know that you have now is is probably a sign of that growth, and and I think what it says to a lot of people, or what it says to me anyway, is that you know we can survive, you know, in in spite of things that happen to us, things that happen along our journey in our life, things that come our way, you know, it's it's. It's, it's difficult to get through those things. Right. And sometimes you do feel like giving up, but in the end you, you can get through it and you can, you can learn how to, how to survive and move forward. And that's what you've done. And you've, you've put it all in writing, basically, yes, through your poems. Oh, oh, that yes, is, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that is so, so powerful. That is really powerful. Well, good for you. I wanted to ask, you know, um, how how did you come about to establish the upcoming projects? Was that just going through the process, as, as I just mentioned, or was there something else that drove you or you felt that you had to do this? Yes, ma'am. Um, actually, I want to say it's basically like just going through the motion. Like I, I tell you, sometimes I can just – I can be in the middle of a conversation, like talking to someone, and it could be something that they say or something that happened, and it catches my attention. And right then and there, it's like I'm yeah. writing about it in, inside my head. And when I get home, wow. uh, I always keep a notepad on me, and I just start writing. Oh. Um, these projects, how these projects, Open Chapter came about, like I, I just uh, mentioned, was the fact that I want to actually uh, experience, uh, speak about my new growth, basically uh, turning from poems and trying to, you know, create a short story, passages, a motivational quotes to help not just only me but the rest of the world, people out there, to help them pursue their dreams. Um, once Now that I completed Open Chapter, I'm actually uh, writing on another, my third project, and it's called Open for Discussion. So, Ms. Wani, that's why yeah. I tell you, when my mind travels, it, it, it goes everywhere. So with Open for Discussion, wow. I came about with this title. Um, I was actually on debt. I was on detachment. And we was actually traveling down to Jacksonville. And the whole time while I was riding, I was just, like, looking out the window, and I was like, man, I completed my second project, now I'm trying to get it published. And I kept just thinking to myself, like, what's next? I never settle for less. Anytime I finish something, I'm always asking myself, what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. And what I did was I kept thinking about myself, okay, there's a lot of discussion topics out there. There's a lot of discussions that we can have amongst Mm -hmm. ourselves as humans. And, you know, be reasonable about it. So that's when I came with the title Open for Discussion. And that's more of what's going on outside in the real world. Um, I wanted to do it in sequels. My first part is going to be for the men. Uh, I thought about calling it uh, Men from uh, G's to Gents. Uh, the second part, I wanted to be towards the women. It's like a woman's intuition. And with that, with the second part, I wanted to be from a woman's perspective. So um, mm-hmm. us men can actually understand how women think. 
in the first mm-hmm. part of that book, I got a uh, a passage. It's called Independence Day. And the reason why mm-hmm. I call it Independence Day is because in today's generation, a lot of women, they, they'd rather be independent than to deal with men's BS, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to write it from that perspective of a woman or why it came about for women uh, being independent and how men, back in the day, you know, our pride was just being the breadwinner while women take mm-hmm. care of the house. So it kind of go back from the old days until what the today's generation is like now today. And I thought about like not only just writing a book, but just turning it into a podcast to where it could mm. be open to the audience, to the real world. Everybody can just chime in, you know, and that's where that thought came about with that one. Open for discussion. I like that. That's, that's very interesting. And certainly it's true. We need to spend more time communicating because there's right. been such a breakdown. And I think, you know, the environment we live in is such a fast-paced environment. You, you, it's difficult sometimes to spend the time or have the time to, or the right. luxury to just, you know, take time just for other right. people. It takes time even for your family sometimes because people are working so much and, you know, needing two, two um, incomes in, in a household to support the household. So there's a lot there, and I think anything that, you can do to inspire people to communicate better, um, you know, listen more, because sometimes we have problems listening to each other, talking right. over each other, um, and just I think some of it is just the nature of our environment, but sometimes we do have to pull back from that, detach, and just spend more time literally being more conscious and kind and caring and listening more and being more respectful of the other person. So great ideas you have there (laughs) in terms of your new project. Oh, that sounds sounds really, really good. So what's your favorite uh, thing to write about? Um, One of my favorite things to write about. Anything specifically? As of right now, is, is motivation. Uh, life itself, I want to mm-hmm. say different changes. Um, I, I love writing about love. To be honest, I haven't written about love in so long due to the fact that now I'm more focused on motivational uh, life changes. Mm-hmm. And that's just not only, like I said, not to write about myself, but just to speak for the world or uh, be that voice for the unspoken, to be honest. Mm. Well, you you certainly have a lot of insight and you obviously you're in the US Navy, you know, and just kind of having a world vision of, you know, healing and, and, and thinking about others and inspirational. You you certainly have a, a global view in terms of how you see things and you're you're sort of allowing other people to see things through your eyes and, you know, they can sort of see you know, the the growth in you, they can see the inspiration, they can see the healing, they can see the motivation and all of that. And that that's really, a, that's a healing quality that you have, right. the ability to be able to allow others to to heal by, you know, by your own journey that you've had. Um, that I just, I'm, I'm just... I'm lost for words <laughs> because it's, just, it's so inspirational that you have the vision and you've been given this gift and you're using the gift that you have to really help others, um, your writing, to really help heal others. And I know we're going to talk a little bit more about that 
in in a minute, but I I just think that's um, that's so inspiring. So um, thank you. Great, good kudos. Now, you know, um, is there anything you do specifically? I mean, you know, you're in the Navy, you probably travel a lot, but if there's anything that you do specifically that helps you with your creative thinking. I mean, or you just, wherever you are, you're going to come up with ideas and no matter what you do, or is there anything specifically you do to sort of get your creative juices going there when you, you know, start writing or whatever, you're a morning person, a late night person, what drives you? Oh, one thing that actually drives me is music. I I love music. music. I have a heart for music. And depending on the kind of, depending on whichever route I want to take. If I want to think about uh, something that could be motivation, uplifting, to speak to the world, to be honest with you, I would mm-hmm. listen to uh, artists like J. Cole. Um, I would listen to artists like Jay-Z. I would listen to artists like Drake. You know, something that I, I, that can actually be positive or speak positive, and I can just relate and just start writing. And that's how my, my juices start flowing. Sometimes I go outside for a walk or I just, like, you know, go for a walk, look outside, uh, l- listen to the birds chirp, and sometimes I just bring peace to my heart and mm. be able to speak freely of what I'm thinking at that given moment. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, right. that's, that's really <laughs> inspiring. So, you you know, you, everybody has something that triggers them, and, you know, to sort of get into that mode of of writing or doing what it is that they um they do and you know yours is is um you know you mentioned that a couple of times you know listening to the chirping of the birds you know there's such a sense of peace around that and tranquility um i'm much like that myself i i just i think that um you know just be in peaceful nature i love nature you know, I love right. in, during the springtime, especially when the weather is nice, you know, just being outside and, you know, just sort of, you know, just being outside and just listening to, you know, the, the birds and, and everything outside and, and, and writing. I mean, that it's really a, a very powerful feeling. So that's, yeah. um, that's really a good point. Now, you do a lot of things besides poetry. Um, um, you know, when you do the poetry, but you also do the songs as well. So have have you you've written songs? You've actually written songs? Well, I've I actually uh, written songs for myself, but I, I didn't do anything with them. It's like, yeah, I, I but you wrote songs, them. I actually, you know, you right. could do something with them. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I, I actually could. <laughs> Wow, that's that's amazing that you you do that. So you you may start to branch out. Is there anything that else that you have thought about writing? Um, you talked about your other projects that you you know open chapter and maybe open mm-hmm. for discussion that you're doing, or any right. other kind of format um, other than poetry. Right. Um. Actually, I actually just like. Three days, well, a couple of days ago, I've written a short passage, and it's called, uh, I call it Sugarfoot. And the only reason why I call it Sugarfoot because I was just actually thinking about, you know, back in the day, I used to always tell my grandpa, he used to always call my grandma Sugarfoot. Hey, come here, Sugarfoot. He's always say stuff like that. And I actually was wondering, what, what is the actual true meaning of Sugarfoot? 
And that's just basically <laughs> expressing to someone how much you love them, you know, your darling. And that's, that's basically what it is. So I was like, why don't we go back to the basis of what true love really is? So I wrote okay. a little short passage called Sugar for it. And it's, it's, like, it's like a short story. So I was like, let me branch out and try something different instead of just writing poems. So I've written this little short story called Sugar for it. Uh, I let a couple of people read it. And they were like, wow, like, is there going to be more to it? And I was like, are you serious? They were like, yeah, like, I really like this. I was like, oh, man. Said, so okay, they you know, liked it, right? They, they loved it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, they loved it. Well, see, that's, that's another gift you have, you know, and maybe it's time. You're, you're sort of testing the waters a little bit, mm-hmm. but maybe it's time that you might want to branch out into something else. Um, but you're starting really slow and with a short story that you're doing, but at least now you, if people are interested in reading it, they're going to let you know. And um, it sounds like you you have some interest there already. Well, that's really, that's really amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So, so as, as an author now, you know, there are probably a lot of people out there that had a dream. Maybe they wanted to write, but they just couldn't seem to, um, you know, motivated to write, or maybe they thought that they would never find a publisher, so they didn't bother. Um, and, you know, and, and so maybe um, what would you say to the person who maybe um, in terms of maybe they're trying to do their first book, they're just getting started, and they're doing their first book, um, and they want to publish this book, or maybe even they just want to get started in writing. So what would you tell them, you know, that person who is maybe for the first time getting ready to write or maybe has written something and wants to have it published? What what would you tell them? Okay, first first thing I would always tell them is research. You know, when I first started, um, I didn't know which route to take. But the only thing I did know is the kind of book I wanted to write and the style I wanted and how, like, instead of doing, like, self-published and, you know, you have, like, book deals and everything. So I said, you know what, I want to do self-published. So what I did was I actually got on Google, because you can find anything on Google, and I researched on how to self-publish books. And mm-hmm. once I did that, I uh, first one I came across was, for me, was Outskirts Press. And that's who I went through to publish my first book. So when I went through them, I talked to them, and they actually put together a production team for me. All I had to do was deliver the manuscript and uh, give them an idea of what I wanted the book to look like and everything, and they just took care of the rest. And once wow. I got to that stage, mm-hmm. I was like, man, man, this is actually happening. So I would tell them, you know, as far as when they start, you start to write, a lot of times you're going to get writer's blog. At times when you do get writer's blog, like you can't think of nothing to write. Sometimes you've got to put it down and come back mm-hmm. to it. Like it don't have to be mm-hmm. done in one day. That's why it took me exactly. like sometime a year to just write because I don't just write yeah. right off the bat all the time. Sometimes I I write a little piece here, I put it down for mm-hmm. a little bit, and I come back to it. And that's when that's when your most the most best of your work will come out is when you actually take time and actually write your craft. And uh, one of my neighbors always told me a good neighbor told me his old his, uh, good friend of mine. He's always told me he said never put off for tomorrow for what can be done today. And when he told me those exact words, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I said, every single day I'm going to do something to pursue my dream or to accomplish my goal. At least you make, I don't care if it's like a minute, two minutes, at least you did something productive towards the dream that you're trying to achieve. 
And if writing mm-hmm. is one thing, sometimes you write some topics and start thinking and start being creative. You know, it will start it'll come to you naturally. Um, networking, uh, reach out, go to like uh, like poetry slams, or you know, go to uh, a bookcase or anything like that. Sometimes you got to step outside of just you know being in your own little box, and you got to start traveling in those different avenues to help explore yourself and step outside your comfort zone, and that will help you out a whole lot. Wow. And that's something I did as well. So it's really important to surround yourself with people that also inspire you or like-minded people. These are like-minded people, people who sort of think like you do and, you know, who are very inspiring as well. So I guess that has an impact on you. And plus, you you had people, it sounded like you had people around you that gave you positive feedback when they would read something that you'd written. You know, they would give you positive feedback that probably was very um, inspiring for you as well. Right. You want to know one thing that that was very inspiring for me was the fact that... What's that? Half of the time when I uh, when I did wrote something that I was going through, like a lot uh-huh. of people would come back to me. It's like, man, I feel like I know you, or I've been through that before. Mm. Or sometimes they come back in wow. tears and be like, that was deep. And I look at oh, them wow. and I smile. And I was like, really? Like, and I, at that time, that's when I knew I had grown a lot from when I first started writing. When I wrote A Missing Rose back in 2005, I knew my writing skills had really increased a whole lot to a whole another level to where I can actually wow. touch another soul just by by me speaking through my writing. It's been and not only just writing, but just giving them advice. Right. Uh-huh. It's been an incredible journey for you, it sounds like. And I want to talk about this because we we need more inspiration, you know, in, <laughs> in our country. And I think anything we can do to inspire others is, is just a positive thing. And it sounds like your writing is just a blessing to to do that. And I want to talk to you a little bit about um, when we, after we take break and we come back, about how you feel this impacts our community and if we can use this to impact communities. um, You know, where it's whether it's you know younger people, millennials and everything they're going through, or even older people, to give them some hope, um, something to hold on to, you know, to inspire them, to reach their dreams, um, you know, uh, and, and, so, and not to be afraid to challenge themselves because there's a lot of messages, it sounds like, that's in your writing. So we want to yes, take ma'am. a short break now, and then we're going to come back and we're going to hear more from Ozzy Anderson and talking about um, his writings and such an inspirational um, person and um, in terms of his writing and the message that he is sending through his through his writing. Um, so we're going to come back. We're going to take a short break now, and we will be right back. You've been listening to The Common Good Show with your host, Juanita Farrow. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Common Good with your host, Juanita Farrow, and I'm talking to Ozzy Anderson here. And as we were talking about the impact before I went to break that this could possibly have on the community, and so I want to talk a little bit more about that. Um, How do you feel 
that your writings can impact uh, the community. Um, talk a little bit about how that might happen and in and, and what way could it impact the community. Oh, man. Um, one, one thing I can actually say is I always tell myself this here, and uh, this is a, a little piece, uh, a line that I wrote for myself one day, was that um, if my voice could speak and touch one soul in a way that, you know, it can ricochet and actually touch another one to make a positive choice, I look at it like mm-hmm. this, is that if you think look in our community today, if we all were there to help one another in any kind mm-hmm. of way that we can, like this world could actually be a better place rather than us hating each other or being judgmental. You know, mm-hmm. our brothers and sisters getting along and, you know, everyone has so much knowledge and wisdom and power that some people just don't know how to use it. Because everyone has mm. a gift. So everybody, person has a gift. Every person has a purpose. And then we actually mm-hmm. stick to it and help each other get to that next level. This world could mm-hmm. be a better place. That's the way I look at it as far as uh, within the community. And that's why within my writing, it's like I speak positive. I speak inspirational just to be that voice to speak out to the people and like, hey, you can't do this. Never let someone tell you there's something that you can't do. Can't shouldn't even be in your vocabulary. As long as you're willing wow. to give up, get up and try and push yourself, I'm going to be there standing behind you and help pushing you get to that next level. Mm. And wow. that's the way that's I look so at how life should be. <laughs> so one person at a time, we can, we can certainly help communities heal one person at a time. Everybody ha- has a journey, but everybody also has a gift. They have a purpose in life. And, you know, sometimes it takes something like this to help them find out, to help them find out what that gift is, what that purpose is. But don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Continue to move forward to achieve your dream. And so I wanted to, I know you have one of your writings that you want to share with the listeners. I can't wait to hear this. So if you would, wouldn't mind, if you could read something for them, I think that would be great for us. Okay. I can actually do that. Okay, here we go. Sure. What better way to express myself than to let my emotions bleed through ink, battling with pain to overcome the tears shed with every blink. So I gripped it tight with the headlock I had my happiness to reclaim, laying to rest to gain my success that determination running through my veins. I still mourn, scarred inside with memories on the brain. Eyes closed, listening to soulful melodies is my cure for pain. I released the pressure that was built, then regrouped, but only behind closed doors. Quietly spoken because I have a hard time describing what I feel to the core. Covering my frowns with smiles so no one knows how this pain became contagious and continues to grow. Still in denial of seeking closure to this open chapter that I won't let go. Praying to my Lord Savior as he carried me down this dark road. I wash my hands with my faith, I shall not worry. With this shining light I can see now, but still a little blurry. Day by day my happiness is revealing. No matter if I cry tears or joys, that's a sign of healing. Pain invaded my life to make things complicated. Seeing that my strive for success will be degraded. Instead, you show me what it takes to remain strong. I appreciate it. Now I look at life thinking positively, feeling so elated. That's the end wow. of it. Wow. That is powerful. Thank you, Ozzy, for that. That is, that is really, really powerful. That's amazing. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yes. Wow. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Look, tell the listeners how they can reach you, how they can um, get in touch with you, 
and also how they might be able to order a copy of any of your writings. Okay. Well, first things first, you can actually follow me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram tag name is Mr. Underscore Anderson underscore eight zero three. Uh, also, you can follow me on Twitter at Metalboy underscore eight zero three. That's M E T T O B O Y underscore eight zero three. And last but not least, my author's fan page that I have on Facebook is uh, www.facebook.com forward slash a missing rose. A-M-I-S-S-I-N-G-R-O-S-E. I'll be on that page like every other day. I also put up new uh, con- uh, new content uh, for the readers mm. to, uh, to read. Um, I actually do engagements uh, with the audience, so feel free to, to send a message. Um, you can reach me through there. Uh, I do you know, actually talk to people through that uh, my author's fan page. Um, if you want to get a copy of my book, you can reach me through there on Facebook. Um, I have a point of contact number, but I know I shouldn't get that out over the phone. Um, okay. But, yeah, if you reach well, out through any you know, of they, those. they can, all these social media outlets um, right. certainly reach you there, and they'll be able to find information about your book there as well. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay great. So you definitely reach Perfect. me there. What's that? No, I was just saying they definitely can reach me there. Okay. All right. And well, that don't be afraid perfect. to leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> you like to engage with your audience. Well, that's good. That that probably inspires you as well, um, because somebody may say something, and, and there you go. You've got another idea, another poem to write, just based on that conversation. Yes, ma'am. That's I'm always great. willing to help. For those that are trying to write a book or trying to do something different, feel free. My my door is always open for advice or just have a conversation. So feel free to hit me up. Mm, awesome. Well, Ozzy, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the Common Good Show. I wish you all the best with your endeavors, your books, your writings. Um, I, I just I feel that you're just you're you're doing such an excellent job in in terms of inspiring people and the work that you're doing. It's obviously obviously it's your calling, it's your gift, it's your purpose. In life, I think you found that, and I just wish you all the the best. Thank you so much for being on our show. Well, thank you, Mel, for having me. I really appreciate it. You are so welcome, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in again to the Common Good Show with your host Juanita Farrow. You can catch us every week on Tuesdays at four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. WDJY 99.1 in Atlanta or outside of Atlanta, join us live. Link is www.wdjyfm.com and listen to another show. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being there. <laughs>